0: this episode of The Best of Bias, you got your boy, we back. It's just me this time. I know you guys are disappointed. Y'all ran up those last couple of videos. I appreciate, I appreciate that. You guys enjoyed the episode with the guests on it, and I, and I see what's going on. So I'll continue to bring guests on to get you guys kind of like more ingratiated and uh, interested in what's going on over here. I know you guys are tired of me rambling on by myself, but today we got plenty of stuff to talk about. Super Bowl just passed. Um, a lot of stuff happened in the Super Bowl. Um, the football season's over now. You know what I'm saying? We went through all the weeks. You know what I'm saying? Weeks 1 through 18, every playoff week. And now we concluded with the Super Bowl. So we're going to talk about that. Rihanna was at halftime. We'll talk about uh, Rihanna's performance. We'll talk about some of the pre-performances as well. Super Bowl commercials. And then we'll talk about free agency a tiny bit. It's a lot of moving quarterbacks. A lot of quarterbacks are supposed to be going to new teams and stuff like that. So we'll see what's going on with that. Um, Drake summoned the court for the XXX Extension case. Um, that is kind of weird. We'll talk about that as well. Ice Spice and Glorilla. Having bad times out on the town. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh there's some stuff happening with them. Buster rhymes throwing drinks on people. And then we get a little more serious when we talk about East Palestine and the uh train derailment and all the chemicals that are in the air, in the air over there. me Florida is kind of dealing with the same thing. A factory caught on fire over there that just exuded a whole bunch of chemicals into the air and shit like that as well. Um, and then we have these Chinese air balloons. So we're just gonna all put that together, talk a little bit about what's going on politically, talk a little like that. And then we're gonna uh, you know. Get a little silly at the end with the red boots. These Astro Boy red boots. You get your pair yet? You get your pair yet? I don't know. We'll talk about that a little bit about fashion. And we'll wrap it all up with Ant-Man. It's coming out this weekend. So I'll be talking about what to expect. Um, uh, What I'm expecting, because I'm seeing it on Sunday. Um... You know what I'm saying? Because this is the last or first movie of Phase 5. So we're getting ready to see what's going on and what's going to be happening for the next couple of stages of Marvel. So, Marvel, Marvel. So, yeah, that's going to be exciting. So I'm going to talk a lot about that as well. But it's the Best of Bias podcast, episode 152. It's me by myself, but don't fret. I bet you it's going to be the best episode you ever heard. It's the Best of Bias podcast. Let's get to it. Yeah. It's the best, uh, best of bias. bias. You need to hear for Dryers, it's from pop culture to the movies to unite It's the best of, uh, best of bias. Yeah. Uh, your best of bias. Yeah. Yeah. what's up everybody what's up what's up what's up episode one five two counted down one five two we getting up there man we've been doing this for a while i'm happy that you guys are back on this beautiful friday it's your boy like the De Niro. Huh. it's just me today don't be too mad about it man I saw, like i said i saw y'all run those videos up last week keep doing that keep the spirit alive you know what i'm saying i'm still gonna be consistent for y'all we got a lot of stuff to talk about it's an exciting episode though it's just me by myself you feel me Um, But, yeah, let's get right into it. Um, The Super Bowl, man. This football season's over, NFL season uh, 2022-23 season's over. Um, And we all watched the uh, the Super Bowl this past weekend, so I just wanted to see what you guys thought about that. You know what I mean? Um, The Chiefs did end up winning the Super Bowl. Um, Score doesn't really matter, but Chiefs did win the Super Bowl it was an interesting game through and through Um, let me I didn't get the stats ready for you guys I should have got the stats ready for you guys but it was a wild game Um, me personally I didn't know who I was really going to go for um, because I didn't really have any like I said any vested interest in it really Um, I didn't really want the Eagles to win uh, due to the fandom Um, turning on social media everybody was an Eagles fan Um, also when it came to like uh, Patrick Mahomes, this man's always winning. So it's like, maybe I want some uh, spontaneity or some, uh, some some variety in the, in the league. Um, you know, let somebody else win. He went to four of the last, wait, was it three of the last four or four of the last six Super Bowls? Uh, it, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. He won. I get it. So hopefully this year he can rest on his loins now and just let some other people take over and do some good shit. But right now, um, I mean, you can't hope for the Buccaneers to win anything because they yeah, they blew it all the way around, no matter what. Um hold on one second, guys. So yeah, Super Bowl. The score Chiefs won 38 to 35. It was a crazy game. Um, like I said, we all thought in the beginning of the game the Eagles were gonna win because they kind of they got to a, a really good start, like first drive. Um, they were able to score. Jalen Hurts had a great game, a legendary game. Um, this is the best uh, performance from a quarterback that lost the Super Bowl probably ever. Jalen Hurts went 27 for 38, 304 yards, um, one touchdown passing, but he had three rushing touchdowns, which was kind of crazy. Fifteen uh, carries for 70 yards and three touchdowns. Um, me personally, I think the Eagles would have won the game if Jalen Hurts didn't really fumble and have the Chiefs get that scoop and score to take it all the way to back to the house. Um, I think without that play, I think the Eagles would have, you know, held serve and was would have been able to win the game. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? They didn't do enough. I mean, the receivers really got off though. Um, Devontae Smith went nine uh, nine targets, seven catches for 100 yards. Um, AJ Brown with uh, eight targets, six catches for 96 yards and a touchdown. Dallas Goddard was going crazy in that game. Uh, seven targets, six catches, 60 touchdowns or 60 touchdowns. Goddamn, 60 yards, but. I don't know. I guess it wasn't enough. I mean, the running backs didn't really show up like they were supposed to. Um, I have to give the Chiefs defense credit because they played way better than I expected them to play. Um, no way in hell did I think they'd be able to shut down Miles Sanders and Gainwell and uh, Scott like they, um, you know, they are running through everybody throughout the season and in the playoffs, you know, early, even though they played the lower-seeded teams. It's just I thought they would be able to have their way and do what they wanted to do, but it was, ended up being the, you know, the Chiefs offense and their running backs, they were able to do more with uh, more with less. Patrick Mahomes with a hurt ankle, went 21 for 27, 182 yards, three touchdowns. Isaiah Pacheco, 15 for 76 in a touchdown. Patrick Mahomes even rushed himself with a bad ankle six times for 44 yards. It was crazy. Jarek McKinnon, four for 34, had one of the most heady plays in the game where he almost could have scored a touchdown, but he slid early at the like, two-yard line so that they didn't give the Eagles a chance to score and match the touchdown um receiver wise travis kelsey went six for six 81 yards and a touchdown a perfect game god damn juju smith schuster nine targets seven catches 53 yards um yeah man they just showed up the Chiefs showed up man took advantage of every opportunity they had um the eagles pass rush kind of just disappeared man all season they're heralded as one of the best pass rush pass rushes like probably ever 78 sacks between you know i think that was the most of any Team ever in the NFL or some shit like that. So um and their DBs are supposed to be shut down. Um be had some uh vets at Darius Slay out there, uh James Bradbury, um a whole bunch of guys. Uh tr- uh Gardner Johnson, whole bunch of guys that are supposed to hold down the back end and were supposed to be so good off season Um, but they you know got ate up. Some of the plays that the Chiefs ran were just so smart like some of those in and out plays from like the running back coming out the backfield or the receiver coming out the backfield, faking it in and cutting back out. Oh my gosh. That play got them twice for touchdowns. Like, yeah, it was crazy because the the corner would try to go in motion with the, uh, go in motion with the receiver and he would just cut back and go the other way. It, it was just, it was just wild. Had them on their toes. The whole, you guys know play I'm talking about. Um, It was just a wild game. Um, Personally, uh 38 to or 38 to 35 is way too high scoring. I would expect it, uh, a lower scoring game. It's probably one of the highest scoring Super Bowls I've seen. Um, but man, kudos to Patrick Mahomes. He did win uh MVP in this game. Um, there was a penalty that was called that kind of gave the Chiefs the advantage that the Eagles fans are saying that determined the game, but I don't think it necessarily determined the game. Uh James Bradbury was holding on to Juju Smith Schuster on a out nut route. Um, he got beat a little bit, so he tried to grab Juju Smith Schuster to kind of gain leverage to get in front of him. So Patrick Mahomes wouldn't throw it to him. Um supposedly he got away with one of those um in the middle of the game that it wasn't called, but they did call the one with like a minute and a half to go in the game, which gave uh Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, a first down in the red zone. And they were able to end the game kind of, I mean, essentially with that. Um, People are complaining about it, saying that the refs should have held onto the flag and kind of, you know, not blue whistle in that instance. But I mean, if the player did it once, he got away with it. If you do it a second time and trying to prove or try to get over on the referees, they're going to call it on you, man. No matter what, the referees, you can tell this season, NBA and NFL don't care about reputation. They'll just kind of throw a flag and don't give a fuck about it. Excuse me, I'm sorry. That'll be the only cuss word I say this this whole pod, I promise. Well, I'm gonna try. Um, But yeah, this kind of just adds to um, the legend of Patrick Mahomes. He's so young, 27 with two Super Bowls, two MVPs, and two Super Bowl MVPs. Uh, It may just be one MVP, but yeah. Still. Either way, is that's a legendary. He's been only in the league for like six seasons, so that's kind of legendary. Um. So he's going to be in talks with Patch. I mean, Tom Brady, um, Aaron Rodgers, any of the um greats coming up at a young age. You know, because his trajectory is so so crazy right now. You know what I mean? So. Big ups to uh, Patrick Mahomes, man. I can't hate the name. It's all in the name, you know. And his dad comes out saying he's smoking the Eagles pack. Uh, It's so crazy. And it's so, and me personally, the fanfare at Super Bowl is so crazy because it's probably majority, especially the celebrities that were there, probably all Eagles fans, just acting an ass. So, like, some of the richest people there were all supporting the Eagles. And it's to see them lose like that um it's kind of crazy to me it's funny it's it it is funny because they thought they had it in the bag but patrick mahomes said nah it's not like that him and travis kelsey said we in the we in the hall of fame already we just gonna add to our legacy you know what i mean um and also to add to the eagle sorrow their defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator got (laughs) got taken um to be head coaches of the two teams. I think the offensive coordinator went to Arizona to be the head coach and the defense defensive coordinator went to the Colts to be the head coach. So yeah, it's gonna be an interesting season for the Eagles next year um Jalen Hurts man you know how I feel about him even though he lost this game I know he's gonna come back even better next year and learn from it even some of the shit that he was saying in the post-game interviews um, uh, when they're asking him about how he felt losing he just gave gems and this this man is wise beyond beyond his age for sure um and yeah man though he might have lost this year I don't know if he may be back next year the Eagles are still gonna be loaded next year who knows he's thinking he's still on the rookie contract. So I think they can still build in uh they have draft picks too, so they can do some stuff there. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, let's talk about the opening song. So Chris Stapleton, first of all, I never heard Chris Stapleton before. Uh, he killed the national Anthem. Man, one of the best I've ever heard. Babyface, America the Beautiful. It was cool. It was it was cool. But you always, you know, it's always good to see Babyface out there looking like grown face. And then we had uh Cheryl Lee Ralph out there singing Lift Every Voice. She did it she did a great job too. Um dual talent singing and acting. She's great. Um I liked all all the uh performances and all the um songs that were sung beforehand, even though You know, no disrespect to the songs. I just try to kind of get to the game. You know, I'm ready. Like when the time hits for the Super Bowl to start, let's get the national anthem and then coin toss. We ain't got to do five songs. We ain't got to represent everything. I know it's probably for a good cause, but gosh, darn. Maybe spread it out a little bit. We're trying to get to the game. If it's a 3.30 start, let's start at 3.30. Not four o'clock, not 3.45. Because you got to sing hella songs and then remix the songs while we singing them. This is just it gets a lot. But halftime performance. I heard a lot of the ladies that were watching the Super Bowl um, (laughs) saying that uh, there's a football game being played at the Rihanna concert. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? It, yeah. I, people weren't really interested in the game. They really wanted to see, well, girls anyway. A lot of the women that I I I were around were really interested in seeing Rihanna's comeback performance. And the performance was pretty dope. I, I liked the performance. I just liked seeing Rihanna out there, no matter if it was kind of underwhelming or not. Um, it was a little underwhelming to me, um, though she came out in the sky, which was pretty interesting, her being pregnant and all that. But that was the big reveal, her being pregnant with her second baby. And that was very interesting to me, man. I, I just feel like it was a really hyped up performance. I thought a lot of shit was going to go down. Damn it. Another curse word. Um, A lot of stuff was going to go down and a lot more was going to be done, but I guess they really couldn't because she was pregnant and kind of had to, you know, keep it limited. (laughs) But the dancers were getting off all million of them. Um, I heard they're supposed to be sperm. I don't know uh, why, but eh, it was cool, man. I I liked it last year a lot better because I felt like we got a lot more surprises and we're already looking for, oh, what's next? How this person going to do? It's a lot of different people in there and got to, you know, sometimes it's kind of bad because they don't really get to go through their whole catalog. But Rihanna... <laughs> I did like hearing her on stage and go through the catalog of her music. But she also played songs where if the person came out with her to perform like a lot of the people do on uh, on the Super Bowl, the, the people would have been going crazy. Um, she played a whole bunch. I know Kanye couldn't be out there because of his drama right now, but he, she played a lot of Kanye produced songs, uh, a lot of songs with Jay-Z in them, some songs with Drake in them you know what i'm saying like but she you know she did her thing man i'm proud of her for doing that coming out there and being able to perform uh pregnant and uh you know didn't look scared at all being elevated 60 feet over the crowd and nothing like that so that was pretty dope I, I enjoyed it um i don't know if i'll put that in my top three of halftime performances or anything like that but i still do appreciate uh her being out there and being able to do her thing and that's getting rihanna uh getting to see rihanna for probably one of the last times because her being pregnant on stage kind of told me um that okay she about to be in super baby mode um her her business is popping uh her lingerie and her makeup and stuff so she don't necessarily need to do music since she didn't drop any new songs i was like okay yeah this is gonna be her last performance in the last. Um, probably the last little bit of music you're going to get from her uh, for a long while because she's going to raise these kids and do her makeup. she got a billion-dollar industry out. I mean, a billion-dollar business over there. So, yeah, she don't need to do music. And she was kind of telling everybody, yeah, I'm pregnant. Look what's going on here. You ain't getting no album no time soon. I did a little Black Panther song for the movie. But, yeah, that's that's about it. <laughs> but yeah pretty much i appreciated it it was cool um i know a lot of people in the media kind of didn't like it um a bunch of talking heads out there like donald trump and howard stern and people making fun of it um it's just that's kind of wild um these people nowadays would do anything for clout kind of just talking shit about place people that uh people like a lot just to try to garner a reaction and try to get people to talk about you they probably don't usually talk about you much but Yes, mm, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It 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 was really hyped up. I'm not really disappointed at all. It is what it is. Um, you know, your performances are really limited. You can't really cuss at these things either, and you can't really be provocative because of the whole Janet Jackson, just Justin Timberlake thing. So you kind of just gotta make it do what it do. But it's whatever. I appreciated it um, during the uh, commercials, though. We got to see a couple of things that I was super interested in. A couple of trailers to be exact, um, starting with the Flash trailer. I messed with that big time. Um, yeah, the Flash trailer, because I was really interested in what the D.C.U was going to do. Um, this is a DCEU movie because it was made before James Gunn came aboard. So I was really interested in see what the movie's going to be about. Um, they left it in and didn't scrap it. So I felt like they at least thought it was going to be somewhat good for him to be able to keep the movie. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm really happy about that. The trailer was dope. Um, I don't know how I feel about two berries being in the whole movie. Um, that's going to be a little weird, but I do like the fact that we're seeing multiple Batmans. We're seeing uh Batfleck Ben Affleck as Batman. And we're also seeing Michael Keaton's Batman, which is one of my favorite Batmans personally. Um, and we're seeing, you know, a lot of Batman scenes. People are saying it's a, a Batman movie with flash in it, but, I don't think it's going to be that I think that's he's only going to be in so much like a little bit of the movie and they're giving you that right now that way you kind of expect it to be hella Batman but it's going to be really flash Um, me personally I think flash is going to go and reset the universe because he's already going if you saw the trailer going back in time to try to save his mom you know what I mean. And I think in this instance, when he does that, um, he's going to go to an alternate universe where Michael Keaton is the Batman. And we saw in the trailer also that there's no metahumans at all in this universe. So um We saw Zod come over and try to take over the world. We see a super girl in this one. And it's not super uh, man. So it's an interesting universe that they're going to go in. And I personally am ready to see it. Michael Keaton back in action. Um, Ezra Miller, again, I've talked about it on the podcast, is in hot water for a lot of shit that he's doing in his personal life. So it's interesting that this movie actually got to keep going. Um, But man, I'm excited to see it um excited to see what easter eggs are going to be in it i heard that uh there's going to be a george clooney batman appearance too so if that happens i'll be i mean even though batman and robin wasn't one of the best batman movies i like that shit a lot and batman and robin with uh with a young clueless as Batgirl. girl <laughs> yeah i liked it a lot but a lot of people didn't but i'm excited for that one and we also got to see another trailer for guardians of the galaxy 3 um we got like three trailers for this already but I mean, it's given us more and more hints of what the movie may be about. Um, We see the high evolutionary um, as the main bad guy. If you guys saw um, Peacemaker, um, he was the... I forgot what his name was in Peacemaker, um, but he was... In Peacemaker, he did a really good job in Peacemaker, but he's the high evolutionary in this one. I think his whole thing is he like cross genetically, kind of like creates monsters and animals to try to be like apex humans or creatures that to his liking. So he just kind of randomly does shit and kidnaps people and tests on animals and shit, um, to, kind of try to achieve that goal and that's why we get rocket um he you see little previews of rocket as a kid and him getting grabbed by the high evolutionaries workers and him getting turned into the rocket he is now um we also see gamora again she's back but she's not the same gamora we saw that in the end game um but this gamora i guess they're probably going to eventually her and peter are going to end up getting together at the end he's going to remember or she's going to remember him after all but i think a lot of people are going to die in this one um Drax, um, Dave Batista, kind of famously said, um, he's not coming back to play the role anymore. He's tired of painting himself that color and having to be an apex shape like that to play the role. I just think he wants to go on and do other movies, but he is, he is going to be his last role. Um, rocket may die the The guardians of the galaxy i think a lot of them are going to die actually peter quill may die i don't know if they should kill him off but i feel like he's going to come back as a character in the dcu over with excuse me with james gunn so i think they got something that works over there for him but even if they don't necessarily die it's going to be the last guardians movie for a while um they're going to leave them back in phase four probably and we're going to uh move on um i know they're going to keep adam warlock who's in the movie who's just getting introduced. Um, He's going to start off as a bad guy who's probably going to turn into a good guy eventually towards the end of the movie. Once they defeat the high evolutionary and shit like that as well. So it looks really good. I'm excited to see it. It's coming out like in May. I don't want, I want to say May 5th on Cinco de Mayo, but I'm not too sure if it's a Friday, I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't think it is coming out that day. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch many commercials. There was like a lot of weird ones out there. Um, They didn't hit as much as they usually do for the Super Bowl. Um, I saw that Logan Paul and uh, KSI, their prime commercial got in there for the Super Bowl. I see y'all paying the Millie to get on the Super Bowl commercial. That's what's up, man. That's a a really big move. That's a really big move right there. Um, But speaking of moving, man, I'm the transition guy. The football season is over, but there's a lot of moving parts still before the draft is happening. There's a lot of quarterbacks on the move, uh, starting with Derek Carr he's been cut Aaron Rodgers is talking about being traded Jimmy G um the Niners are going to let him go and want to trade him Lamar Jackson may be traded Justin Fields may be traded a lot of stuff happening out there and there's a lot of talk going on a lot of speculation but um I don't know I think the veteran quarterbacks will probably be better this year or to have for next season than the young rookies coming out this year I think the young guys coming out this year may need a year or so to develop I know Bryce Young is hella small um What's my other guy's name? Will Levy. He's a, he's a project for sure. CJ Stroud. I think he may be the almost most ready to play, but he's still kind of small as well. So I think he still will need some time and all these guys will get taken early for by the teams that don't really have a developed team anyway. So it will be kind of a lot of growing pains for these guys. So, these quarterbacks that I just listed may find new homes and take a team over the top that may not have been good last year. Derek Carr going to the Jets. Derek Carr going to uh shit, the Saints. Uh Derek Carr going to the Bucks. Um, we don't have a quarterback right now. I know we're gonna probably be trash next year um because of the holes we have and the $25 million uh cap hit that left what was left when Tom Brady retired. Thanks, Tom. Um There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Jimmy G might be the best bet for us, but he still might be too expensive. Um, It's it's interesting to see if Jimmy G is actually going to go somewhere this year um, because the 49ers have to make a choice themselves. They want Brock Purdy. They want Trey Lance. They want Jimmy G. They want to take one of these guys that I'm talking about on this list, try to get Aaron Rodgers, try to get Derek Carr you know what I'm saying? It's been like a rotating door for them at quarterback as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Uh, Lamar Jackson, they don't want to pay him over on uh, the Ravens. They just got Todd Munkin from Georgia, the offensive coordinator for them. So maybe he will be enticed to stay there with the new offensive coordinator. Um, But who knows? I mean, I heard a lot of stuff about him maybe being traded to Miami, to Atlanta. Um, So somewhere he prefers to be. And him over there, I'm sure they'll give him the money without even questioning it. So It's going to be interesting to see what these quarterbacks do. And even Justin Fields, I mean, the Bears have the number one pick and they're shopping Justin Fields because they don't think he has, you know, potential to be a quarterback who can throw the ball downfield or who can do a lot of shit on the field that a lot of these quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, some of the guys that we see actually doing stuff right now can do. And I think that's kind of unfair, but I don't know. The asking price for Justin Fields is probably going to be astronomical and I don't think anybody's going to be able to afford it. And if I was the Bears, I would just keep – keep justin fields take the top defender on the board and then go get some receivers get some weapons and linemen for him don't just give up on him because he was going crazy a little bit i mean you guys got the number one pick so he wasn't going too crazy but i just kind of feel like if you support him and give him what he needs before he hits that fifth year contract while he, while he's still cheap you guys will be able to get some stuff together but see i said stuff that time i'm trying y'all i'm trying um yeah man, don't give up on Justin Fields. I think that'd be a mistake cuz all we got is third round or second round Kyle Trask who they say is a slow learner. Like if you can't learn behind Tom Brady, the best quarterback of all time for 2 years, I think you're not the quarterback for us. So it's going to be a, it's going to be some interesting stuff over at, on the Buccaneers. Um it's not going to be as bright as the last 3 years. We might end up with Baker Mayfield, you know what I'm saying, and I do not want that. Um what we got next? drake to court for xxx so this one's getting weird Um, uh, i'm starting i'm gonna get into my my media clout chase bag right now because that's what i'm gonna talk about um the media is going kind of crazy uh the justice system is getting taken for a loop when it comes to media right now it's it, it's getting kind of crazy we're hearing a bunch of stuff that I would never in a million the- million years think what happened in the courts uh, when it comes to the stuff that's going on with celebrities nowadays. Um, to get more specific and stop beating around the bush, XX Existention, you know, was murdered. Maybe uh, like I don't know how long ago it was now, maybe five, three to three to five years back um, and we we saw what happened. We saw he was going to get like he paid for a motorcycle or something. He got ambushed on the way out and was shot uh, and robbed. And it was all on video. And the guys actually ended up getting caught. And now they're in court. And the defense lawyer is trying to connect Drake and a whole bunch of other celebrities, the Migos, anybody who had beef with XXX, or any kind of uh, words for XXX, and trying to call them to court to try to get, you know, put them in jail for something. I don't know. It's kind of weird to me because you have the guys who's actually performed the actions in jail. So I don't know what you get for by trying to call these people in the court you think may have had something to do with it, bro. you did what you did. You know, these people didn't contact you. You know, these people don't know you. I feel like it's kind of clout chasing by the defense lawyer to try to get these guys in the court just to show up. Like, I don't know. Is it an opportunity for like, is it a picture moment? Is this a last wish from the defendant? The guy named the guy, the defendant's name is Dedrick Williams, I guess, who is just trying to connect lyrics from a time where XXXTentacion and Drake were not seeing eye to eye, I guess. Uh, I don't know exactly what happened. I know the lyrics uh, that Drake said that people are trying to connect to the killing. But I think it, it stemmed from XXX saying that Drake stole his flow after that Look At Me song came out. Uh, but you know drake is kind of known for when songs come out that are really popular kind of adapting that style and kind of using it for a little bit for songs and then kind of moving on when the next thing comes out i mean i don't blame him for that i think it's smart marketing wise like shit do what's hot right now it's gonna make you the most money if people are listening to it just kind of do your own thing but like shit, go in that direction too. People do it in music all the time. If it's the house music that's popping right now, everybody's going to make a house song. If it's Afro beats that's going on right now, people are going to make an Afro beat song. So I think it's kind of weird for him to use that little line that uh, XXX says about Drake still in his flow and trying to connect, you know, if he held his if he held his lip on that live, he'd be alive again. Or And like a bunch of lyrics that kind of relate to what kind of relate but it's like these internet detectives is kind of crazy you're accusing people they're accusing the Migos Joe Budden like academics like a whole bunch of people that XXX didn't like they're trying to kind of dismiss what Debrick Williams did by saying Drake had beef with him too so it could have been him and not me like it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense at all Um, for this lawyer I think he's probably gonna lose his job Um, Drake's lawyer already said he's not going to come to court. I mean, I I just kind of feel like it's a picture photo op for the guy's court date. It's going to make the case more popular and bring more eyes to the case when it should be open and shut due to the camera, everything being done on cameras. You see the guys come into the motorcycle shop behind him, look at him, and then they get him when he's trying to leave the spot. Like, come on now. You know what I mean? It's like it should be open and shut. It should be open and shut. I mean, if they're trying to say that Drake or any of these people tried to pay for this hit, that is that, that's crazy as well, because I don't know, a lot of up and coming rappers, I feel like I've said way worse to these artists and stuff that are in the industry and for them to take, oh, he's biting my flow to to the extent of killing somebody. That'll be kind of extreme. That'll be kind of extreme. And I don't know. I don't even know why it's a story. I don't even know why I'm talking about it because that's what they wanted. They just wanted to whole people to talk about the case and talk about, I mean, RIP XXX for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, but nobody deserves to die like that. Nobody ex- deserves to be murdered like that. But they're making a mockery of the man's death by trying to blame it on famous rappers he might have had words with after you, the person sitting in jail after being caught on camera actually killed the person. That's nuts. Stop naming people. Who you even call next? Motherfucking Scooby Doo, Scooby Dooby Doo to the stand because Scooby Doo didn't like XXX songs too. Like, come on, bro. Chill out. Chill out with that. It's all like the, the cloudy stuff and the stuff people do. It's just nuts. Um, let's talk a little bit more about cloudy stuff. Um, Ice Spice, Glorilla um two prominent female rappers in the game right now two up and comers i know there's a they have a lot a lot of fans and um they didn't really start that way you know what i'm saying it took them a little bit not really because they kind of seem like they just popped right away but i'm sure they had to do some grinding and it took a little bit for them to even get to the bubbling stage so once they do make it to the bubbling stage i feel like they they start to feel themselves and that's and that's. And that's warranted. You know what I'm saying? You work hard to get where you are, especially as a celebrity. It's hard to gain notoriety. There's so many other artists in the world trying to do what you do. So for you to make it to this point, it's for sure, it's for sure a great thing. Kudos to you. But recently Glorilla went to a show in Oakland. Supposedly they paid her 30K to perform a song or something, show up and perform a song. Um, But I guess Glorilla wasn't trying to, perform a song especially not for 30,000 she's saying 30,000 was just for a walkthrough, and in which you know people at the club didn't like too much a girl threw a drink and tried to spit at Glorilla um and just caused a bunch of trouble and put her name in the media for not wanting to perform for taking money and just bouncing and not performing it's interesting to me because, you know, Glorilla, she is performing shit. She was on stage for the BET. Uh, no, it wasn't BET. It was the Grammys for the 50 uh, year of hip hop stuff. So she is expected, you know, if she's going to perform, probably the fee for a of- Bigger than $30,000. Yeah, Yo Gotti, because she is signed to CMG, she said, um, Yo Gotti says she don't perform for no 30K. Uh, her her prices, yesterday's price ain't today's price. She would never perform for 30K. So if she did take that 30K, it was for a walkthrough for sure. Um, but I listened to the Joe Budden podcast. He was, he had a little bit more introspective view on it. He said somebody took $30,000 from somebody and said they going to do something for a quick come up and it didn't go the way um, the artist wanted and it kind of got sticky um because um he did mention it's tough to perform in oakland um oakland doesn't respect every artist you know what i'm saying it's hard you know to get that crowd always into the shows and stuff and glorilla has that o- audience in oakland so for her to go there and not really perform is going to be smoke you know what i'm saying especially especially when the promoter paid for money and i guess they thought they were going to get at least one song out of it and she didn't perform no songs i feel like that is interesting to feel some type of way about it but yeah but you know just to try to discredit glow they go glowrilla excuse me they did go to social media and try to drag her name for trying to steal the money and for the promoter just don't want their money back um and stuff like that it it was kind of clout chasey as well um that kind of business goes on all the time um and they're just kind of trying to tarnish glowrilla's name for something that probably did go on i'm not going to say it didn't happen like i said but it's probably somebody in her camp that accepted some money and said some stuff and didn't really explain it right to her um and when it came down to brass tacks it didn't it didn't go so well over with the club so it's very interesting but it's also a case of public opinion, again, because the media is going to blow everything up um, and just people think they can do whatever they want to do. That's more so my thing. Back in the day, celebrities or even many celebrities, you still kind of respected them. You didn't try to attack them, throw water on them, spit on them. It's just a lot. That's just a lot, man. It's going to make these artists not even want to come out and perform. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to make the shows be the only place you'll be able to see them. And it's going to be millions of dollars to get these tickets for these shows because they're going to be scared to come out because there's always shit that's going to happen. You always got to check in with somebody. You always got to make sure this is okay. They're not going to mean that's how they make their money, but I'm sure they can make their money other ways, especially these bigger artists. Um, Ice Spice, though, this one's kind of weird. She was in the club performing in, I don't know if it was in New York or not, but wherever it was, she was on the dance floor trying to, like, performing on the, with the crowd, which is kind of interesting to me because I would be on a stage or something because you're a girl that's out there twerking and stuff, moving your body. A lot of these guys out here like that and are going to be super aggressive towards you, um, especially if you don't have good security out there that can protect you, especially when you're amongst the people. And that's what happened with Ice Spice. She was performing some songs and some guys just came up and grabbed her arm and tried to pull her some direction, just kind of basically take her, which is really sketch. And the security guards did not do a good job again in the way, did not put hands on the people that's trying to grab her. Just it was it was sketchy. It was really sketchy. And it was caught on camera again Back in my day, these celebrities were not able to be touched and you know, they weren't, you know, you want to be relatable and be amongst the people, but come on now be smart about it. Um, if you don't have security, that's with the she's don't have them there. Don't go amongst the people. I know you want, you know, your fans, you want to be relatable that that's just too wild, too dangerous and too risky. Um, especially you're on the come up, man, like this, you know, let that TikTok viral sensation stuff hit, perform on a stage, get you some security that'll slap somebody for trying to touch you, trying to kidnap you. It looked like some kidnapping shit that was about to go down. So luckily she got up out of there. Um, luckily we have video of it so we can point out the people and it just, just let's go. You guys, society, we need to change. We really, really, really need to change. Uh, speaking of these next story, Buster Rhymes walking through the mall. Some girl sees Buster Rhymes walking. He, She grabs her booty. All right, she, she grabs his booty, and he turns around, throws his drink on the girl for him or for her grabbing his booty. Um, me personally, I think it's a little bit overreaction. It was a girl. Once you turned around and saw it was a, a female, um, you should have been like, "Uh, excuse me, it's a, don't do that." If anything, a hey, chill out. Like he turned around and threw the whole drink on her. <laughs> me personally, I would have thought it was some kind of like flattery personally, you know, hey sexy type shit, but he didn't take it that way. I mean, of course if it was the shoe was on the other foot and he did it to a girl and she didn't like it, you know, it'd be a whole situation um but still like you kind of like nix it in the bud when you throw the drink in her face like you add the extra layer to it and it's just super unnecessary now she has a story to go tell tmz and Buster Rhymes throwing drinks on girls for his butt being touched which seems kind of crazy i mean i get it if a guy touched your butt and you you were really uncomfortable with a guy touching your butt you were just like hey hey hey, whoa whoa and just try to you know be violent about it i mean yeah not in a homophobic way but it's like Come on now, chill out. That's assault type shit, because pretty much it is um, with a girl doing it. I guess it's the same situation. But I, me personally, as a celebrity, as a person of notoriety, as a person who I guess once in his heyday, probably got catcalled by girls all the time, would just take it as flattery and not just turn around and throw a drink in a girl's uh, face. I could be wrong. I could be really wrong and missing the point on this. But oh God, oh God. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's get into East Palestine, enough of the silly stuff. Let's get into some serious shit. East Palestine, Ohio and the train derailment out there is super serious topic, man. Like it's really crazy out here. Um, First, we got COVID coming out of nowhere. And now they're just like deliberately chemicals being shot into the water and into the air, which is nuts. So a train traveling on the tracks through East Palestine, Ohio um, derailed and crashed. But it was crazy because the train was carrying some deadly chemicals Uh, that are really uh, harmful to humans and anything around, pretty much, Um, just happened to crash. Uh, Once the train derailed, it exploded and let all the fumes off and let the chemicals out. Um, To fight the chemicals, they thought it was smart to douse it with fire, to kill all the chemicals and kind of, like, subdue the, you know... It was basically a baby nuclear bomb, they basically said. It was like baby Chernobyl when the train crashed, which was an interesting... Comparison, because shit, why we have that kind of shit traveling on a trainway anyways, and where is it going? But anyways, once it crashed and uh, blew up in order to stop the chemical spread, they started to burn it, which arose, uh, made all the chemicals rise into the air, making a thick black smoke, which was probably stupid as well, because all that smoke is going to come down on people. It's going to spread into the air, drop into the water. And it's going to contaminate everything. And that's what happened, um, basically they're struggling out there the water is terrible they can't even boil the water it just gives off a bunch of sulfates and it's still super 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 toxic um their crops are dying pets have been dying people are getting sick it's just it's just it's terrible out there and there's no kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for i don't want to say reaction to it but like there's no response. That's the thing. There's no response, really, um, though. They did try to burn it and try to, you know, keep the situation kind of contained. It hasn't really been talked about much on TV by the government at all. Um, people are saying Mayor Buttigieg should be out there to talk about what's going on and what's going on. I think it's Buttigieg. Who are they talking about? I could be wrong. I'm not Again, let me just preface this by saying I'm not the political guy, political guy, usually. So. Yeah, I don't know. But they're saying that the government figures that are supposed to be coming out there to help um, and get shit in order. They're not doing that. And again, this is supposed to be like a baby Chernobyl. A lot of the toxic chemicals that are coming off of the train and stuff are really deadly. And yet there's not really been any response team. There hasn't been any help for the citizens there in that small town whose crops and water is not drinkable and they can't really do anything. The lakes are all contaminated. The fish are dying. It's crazy. People are throwing rocks into the river and you saw the chemical of coming out of the water the oily stuff on top of the surface it would actually spew out of the water it's kind of crazy you guys should look it up man and it's like was this done deliberately we're all caught up on the chinese air balloons that people we shot down over montana and the unidentified flying objects over alaska but man we have a train that de- deliberately looked like it derailed um people there's a video of the train coming down the tracks it was the, already on fire like the brakes were already on fire before the train actually derailed so people are Kind of suspecting maybe they dumped this shit on on purpose, um, trying to I don't know what they were trying to do or trying to accomplish, but to poison the people and poison the area out there, um, it just kinds of it kind of seems that way. Um, and there's also uh, another big chemical fire over in uh, Kissimmee, Florida, a warehouse caught fire, a five acre warehouse that also contained a whole bunch of deadly chemicals, um, was also set on fire um, and just spreading chemicals all to the neighboring neighborhoods all around there as well. So it's like two situations like that in uh, just a couple of days. And it's just like, what? Like what's going on It's not being talked about. That's what's kind of crazy to me. We hear all about these Chinese air balloons. We hear about all about these little things being shot down that were really nothing. But what about all these dangerous gases and stuff that are being spewed into these neighborhoods and people actually dying from this stuff or it, killing people's pets and animals and dogs and and, and crops? And it, it's just wild. Sorry, I'm scratching myself a lot. I don't know why I'm doing that, um, but yeah. It's just a wild situation and wild stuff going on in the United States right now. And I feel like we need to take a closer look at it, man, because what? I mean, there's a BART right here. What if the BART has something on it one day and ends up crashing for some reason, God forbid, and has some chemicals in their fire? Like, what? It's just happening one by one by one. And it's kind of getting kind of crazy to think about. Were the balloons the distractions from what's actually happening? If I wasn't on Twitter, and you know, what I'm saying I wouldn't have even heard about this this derail, uh derailing of the train. You know what I mean? Um, besides secondhand, people actually have been hearing about it slowly. But um, shoot, man, Twitter is where I go to try to find stuff that's being hidden to where you can't you, you can't really find it by just clicking on or opening up Instagram like that, or you know, just opening up your phone and finding it right away. It's just crazy, man. Um, what else we got? Um, red boots. I wanted to talk about fashion right now, man. Damn it. Besides the best of bias hats and all the best of bias merch you can get, fashion is getting kind of crazy nowadays, man. Um I I me personally, I'm starting to forget if I even know what fashion is. When you look at these fashion weeks and these Met Gala days and what people are wearing and what's to be in the in the the, the cool or in the in the people are in the know wearing what they're wearing. It just seems kind of weird to me. It's like I would never wear that. So does that make me unfashionable? Um, starting with these red Astro Boy boots, uh, man, I don't know what the hype is with them. I don't know if, you know, anime is really growing that far, that fast to where people are like, let me get these big old red boots. Uh, Three hundred fifty dollars for some some, if you've seen Astro Boy, you know Astro Boy wears these big, I don't know if they're red I thought they were black, red and black or whatever they go up to your like basically thighs and they have a big round sole on the foot, hopefully AK can put a picture of them up there somewhere so you can see it if you haven't seen them. But people are out there buying those, uh, putting them on their feet, trying to throw outfits together, looking hella crazy. Um, the trends that are starting nowadays, the stuff that people try to do to be noticed is kind of crazy, man. Like I would never wear those red boots. What What in the world would possess somebody to go buy some red boots that you're probably only wear one time? What kind of crazy person will wear those boots multiple days more than once, like maybe once as a gag? maybe halloween or something but i never paid 350 for it on halloween shoes i mean if you're rich and got it, i get it but no no trends are getting a little out of hand um me and my boys are kind of talking recently on how people especially celebrities and people in the know try to drip nowadays guys fashion is getting more and more feminine it's like i don't want to dress that way um but I mean, I was never got the kind of guy that dressed the way everybody else is dressed to be cool. Um, but it just seems like, I don't know, Either people are getting way more comfortable with themselves or people are just going to the women's section and being like, hey, that's in my size. I can wear that and make it look like it's a guy's outfit or something like the the crop tops the blouses um the nf or the the college football players wearing like the sports bras uh the purses that people are wearing and carrying around the games and situations the pain fingernails i i don't know maybe i just missed the boat on what's hot and what's not maybe i need to get no 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 i was gonna i was gonna contradict everything i just said i ain't going with the vlog create my own waves and i'm riding them uh, it's just weird to me. Um, I'm a guy. I'm simple. You know, what I'm saying, give me a good pair of jeans and some Jordans and a nice BBC or Stussy t-shirt, and I'm good. I'm a I'm a big streetwear guy. I don't need to get super super dapper with the uh, with the uh, the big old lion head on my chest or or the the big old teddy bear on my left pocket or the teddy bears on my shoes or the shoes that look like they came out the garbage can um like what what is up with all this man why can't we all just be regular and and, and we just hype up individuality uh, i feel like people are just out there to try to conform people into dressing like them kind of like i don't know trend set when they need to be i don't know i'm all for everybody being original and being themselves but once you kind of cross the line, and we see everybody kind of crossing the line too, to trying to be like that person that has crossed the line. I don't know. It's kind of, I know I kind of sound stupid for saying crossing the line, but you guys know what I mean. Y'all seen it. Y'all seen it out there nowadays. Uh, man, ASAP Rocky, one. I like ASAP Rocky a lot, and a lot, a lot of his drip I did like early ASAP Rocky, but a lot of the shit that he wears nowadays is crazy. And people think he dresses like the best out of every me personally I like Travis Scott style. I like uh who else's style that I, I really mess with. Uh The Migos be getting a little crazy sometimes too. Um I like LeBron style a lot. LeBron is probably one of the people I look to and be like, "Man, that man is dressed really good all the time." I don't know about the little shorts with the suit in the little briefcase, that was kind of weird. But everything else, shouts out to his stylist. Shouts out to his stylist, um, Shannon Sharp. Stylist be having him looking sharp. But he be Shannon Sharp looking sharp. <laughs> but he be he be looking funny sometimes. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Um, and also Ryan Clark, whoever his stylist is, man, you doing your thing. Let's 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 get back to dressing like that, nice and simple. We ain't gotta do the crazy shoot. I mean, if I was to have a style, I would be either Michael B. Jordan or LeBron those two styles are just timeless you can wear them anywhere and you won't get made fun of you know what I'm saying for looking crazy I don't know I don't know man maybe when you're popular you have to kind of do (laughs) those things to kind of stay in the good graces of the designers getting free stuff getting exclusive drip you know to give you status or stuff like that but man 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 the stuff the Met Gala is crazy you remember seeing how uh yeah what's her name doja cat she looks like a hot cheeto like when it's less about fashion and more about how crazy can you look if you look sam smith y'all see that inflatable outfit that he wore wherever he was at i saw that on on twitter recently he looked like it was like a missy Elliott slash inflatable you know when the clowns make the little dogs out of balloons it's nuts fashion is nuts right now that's all i want to say i'm gonna get off the high horse on that real quick so i can talk about the last thing on the menu today i don't know this podcast might have been a little short i don't know but i kind of feel like i went through a lot of topics pretty fast i didn't even have a commercial break or nothing like that but the last topic here dual cameras dual cameras you thought i was gonna forget about dual cameras hell nah not today not ever it's dual cameras um ant-man quantum media it's coming out this weekend. You guys already know that. It's coming out. So there's a lot of expectations from Quantumania that I got. Um, this is first movie of Phase 5. It's Ant-Man. I like Paul Rudd. He's really, really funny to me. So I'm happy to see him actually have his movie hyped up instead of the first two people kind of hating on. Um, but you know what I'm saying? I, I hope Ti's in this one. He hasn't mentioned it, but maybe he is. But yeah, this one's going to be cool. I'm ready for Jonathan Majors, King the Conqueror to show up. I'm hoping that it doesn't take really long for him to show up. Hopefully it'll just happen in the beginning. They go into the quantum realm and shit starts popping off right away. Because if not, I don't know. I was a little underwhelmed with uh, Wakanda Forever as far as Namor goes and the villain in that movie and just how the story went. So I'm really excited to see if Mania can take it to another level. I'm excited to see what happens in these next couple of Marvel movies. I think a couple of the characters are gonna die. So. It's, it's going to be good to see that. Um we haven't really seen that often. We did see Iron Man die. We saw Gamora die. Um uh, but this one may be a little bit more heartstringy because I think deliberately they're telling us that Ant-Man ain't going to make it. He ain't beating MODOK and Kang the Conqueror. It's just not going to happen. Sorry over here. I'm still looking at y'all. Don't worry about it. It's just dual chemistry for me. But I'm back over here. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be good, man. Um Kang is going to whoop Iron man, uh, Iron man Ant-Man's ass um bill murray's in it um we're gonna see a lot we're gonna see a lot i don't know exactly what to expect but i'm excited to see the quantum realm and the stuff inside of it we got to see it a little bit um in the previous movies but this time we're gonna be really in there in there and we're gonna see kang man i know modok looks kind of funny as a floating head but what do you expect that's what modok is you know what i'm saying but um there's gonna be a review i'm gonna review the movie uh probably next week on the next episode i'm gonna see the movie on sunday so expectations are really high. What are you expecting from the movie? Who are you expecting to die? Who are you expecting to introduce in this movie? It's gonna be a lot of shit going on, so I'm excited to share this with y'all. First movie of phase five, let's get into it, man. Who's hyped like I'm hyped? Are you hyped? I'm hyped. Let's get into it, but I'm back over here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to do my promos, man. Y'all know. Y'all be liking my promos. But yeah, man, it's a lot of stuff that's going to go on. Um, I'm ready for the end credit scene because they're going to introduce so much. I heard that they're going to um tie in Loki um, for the end credit scene. So I'm excited for that. Um, What else am I been excited for? Man. I can't really say I'm excited too much about the characters, man. Um, Ant-Man is cool. I just like when he goes big. When he gets small, I'm still kind of tripping out about how his powers work? It's like why go small? Um, I I feel like he's just the same strength as he is as a human when he goes small. So it's interesting to me how the people be hella flying around and getting hella hurt. Because, I don't know. It's interesting, but when he gets big, that's pause. That's what I really like when he gets turns into giant man and starts kicking shit and stepping on shit. So it's gonna be interesting to see how he does that in the quantum realm. Um, it's it's gonna be interesting to see wasp the whole role in this um, because. I don't know. Janet Van Dyne and Hank Pym. Uh, I think they're probably going to... I don't know what's going to happen to them. They should be dead already. Cause they're hella old. Um, that's that's mean to say, but they are hella old. So they shouldn't even really be in this movie. But I guess they need the mom because she's been in the quantum realm for a long time and she knows how to navigate it. Um, but yeah, it's going to be cool. We'll see if I. you know, I keep saying that. See if Iron Man got some hands because you know, different variants of Kang He's been all around the world through different times. So he probably got hands and he got those blasters and he's going and Ant-Man is coming to his like territory. So he's going to definitely have the upper hand. I'm excited to see if they're, you know, I'm hearing that the 10 rings with Shang-Chi and them have something to do with Ant-Man. I said that before. So it's all exciting. I'm ready for it all to be tied in. I'm ready to share that with you. Once it does come out, it's going to be a full spoiler next Friday. So hopefully you'll have seen it because it'll be a week. I gave you all a week to see it. And yeah, we're going to get into all that. But yeah, I guess that's all the topics that I had. I went through a whole range of stuff. Uh, shoot, football, the Super Bowl, political topics, Drake and XXX Young. I don't know, man. I went everywhere and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, this is the part of the episode where I like to let them know where you can find me at. You know where to find your boys. S-A-C underscore Lydell on Instagram. Patrick underscore Lydell on the Snapchat. Um, if you're looking for the podcast, best of bias, just type it in. Um, you'll see us on the YouTube under that. Uh subscribe, share, tell your friends. We're trying to get more and more followers, more and more listeners. Uh, again, last week's episodes got a lot of love. So keep showing that love. I appreciate y'all. Um If you're looking for the merch, you know where to find the merch. Hit me up. I got hats, dad hats, beanies, uh, trucker hats, bucket hats. I got T-shirts as well. Y'all already know. So hit me up. I got plenty for y'all. The the website's not up yet, but just hit me up. I got plenty. You see what's on my hair right now? You see how fresh this is with the electricity pins, growly on the front. How at me? It's all good. Don't even worry about it. If you ain't got yours yet, the time is the best right now to do so. Hit your boy up. It's the Best of Bias podcast. Again, I like to tell you guys this because we have two podcasts. Remember, um, if you guys weren't here from the early, early of the podcast, it's the Best of Bias podcast with me and Hugo Twilight kind of pointing on their episodes one through 97, I want to say. And then, of course, you're listening to this on the be- or regular this Best of Bias podcast. You'll see Growly's face on the front. That's where we have episodes 98 through 152. So you've been putting in work It's two different podcasts. It's just some stuff happened in the middle where I had to convert over to anchor. Thank you anchor for making this work all the time. I appreciate you because without y'all, this podcast would not be what it is today. So thank you anchor. Um, I thank myself for being here every week and I thank y'all for being here every week as well. New listeners welcome old listeners. uh, Y'all still new to my heart. but yeah that's about it y'all go get you some best of bias merch go watch ant-man because we will be talking about it next week um go get your concert tickets beyonce tickets dropped lil wayne tickets dropped i don't know if drake and 21 savage dropped yet But yeah, man, also, if you want to be on the pod, just let me know. I know a lot of the people. We had a lot of newcomers in this last uh, podcast week. So I still have a lot of guests. I want to show you all a lot of people who need to be on the podcast. Beautiful struggle. Need to get themselves on the pod and promote their biz and let you guys know where to find all their stuff. But for right now, it's just me. Lydell like De Niro, we'll have plenty of guests next time. I know Jen wants to be back, but she's in Texas right now. Um, thank you again, Chelsea. You had an incredible episode. Uh, 50 views in two days. It's wild. Um, the most views I've had in two days so far. So let's keep running it up. Keep showing love and not just love when girls are on the episode, guys. Stop being pervs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love y'all. The best of bias a family. Um, this is the part where I let them know where my theme song is at and where it's at. It's right here. All right, then, y'all. It's always love. It's the best uh, best of bias. Best of bias. You need to hear for, You should try us should try from pop culture us. to the movies to unite us. It's the best uh, best of bias. Yeah, uh. <laughs> best of bias. Yeah.